you're listening to the All Indie Writers Podcast with host Jennifer Mattern, helping serious freelancers, bloggers, and indie authors go pro. Hello and welcome. I'm Jen Mattern, your host of the All Indie Writers Podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today as we kick things off with episode number one. You can find the show notes for this episode at allindiewriters.com slash podcast slash one. In today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to what you can expect from the podcast and from me moving forward. And then I'm going to answer a question from an All Indie Writers reader about hiring a book publicist or marketer to help promote a new indie published book. Let's jump right in. First, I'd like to introduce myself and share a little bit of my background so you'll have a better feel for the perspective that I'm going to bring to the show. I am a full-time professional writer, and I work on three different fronts. I am a freelance business writer where I specialize in things like copywriting, PR writing, white papers. Um, You get the idea. And I work mostly with small businesses. I am also an indie author. While I am pushing more into fiction now, I have mostly published nonfiction ebooks. And I'm also a professional blogger, having run dozens of blogs over the last decade or so of my own, as well as running blogs for clients, helping them from setting up to everyday management. And I'm also brought in on a freelance basis to write for client blogs. I've been paid to write for others since 99. It will be 15 years now this fall. It does not feel like it. Um, I've been blogging for 10 years. It also doesn't feel like it's been that long. I started that in 2004 in the indie music niche. And I published my first ebook between eight and nine years ago. And in addition to my writing work, I also used to run a small PR firm where I specialized in online PR and social media marketing for independent and creative professionals. Um, Started out with indie musicians, and I later helped authors, early bloggers, and online entrepreneurs. And, you know, that was back, (laughs) make myself feel old here and say the good old days, (laughs) before everyone and their brother started labeling themselves social media consultants. Um, For some reason, nowadays, they think managing a few of their own social media profiles makes them qualified to consult on social media marketing and PR issues in a business sense. And um, if you can't tell, that's just a wee bit of a pet peeve of mine. Um, I only mention that because it ties in nicely to our reader question today. So anyway... You know, while I have experience in offline marketing and PR, like print marketing collateral and running radio campaigns, the vast majority of marketing and PR info I provide is going to be focused on the online side of things, internet marketing, online PR, and social media marketing. But anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about what you can expect from the show moving forward. This podcast will cover freelance writing, blogging, and indie publishing, in which case we'll talk mostly about book marketing and PR. While I plan to touch on all three of these areas in most episodes, there will be special circumstances where we might only talk about one or even two of those areas. 
This is mostly going to be a solo show. And rather than traditional interviews, my plan is to bring on occasional guest co-hosts to talk more casually about larger issues facing writers. For now, the plan is to release new episodes every other week, likely on Thursdays. And each episode will be broken into a few key segments. Um, For example, we'll start with the show intro, where I'll let you know what we're going to talk about. I'll welcome any guests that we have and share any community news going on with all indie writers. Then I'll tackle one core issue per episode, which could be expanding on a news item or a topic covered on the blog, or chatting about a larger writing-related issue that's important to my guest. Then I'll move on to answer any reader questions that I have for that episode. And I'll close out most episodes sharing at least one resource, such as a website or tool that I'm personally very excited about and think other writers should give a chance or check it out. Now here's how you can get involved in the show. You can visit the archives at any time at allindiewriters.com slash podcast. You can join the community to chat on the forums about anything we've talked about in an episode. And you can register for free at allindiewriters.com slash register. Or you can email me your questions at jen, J-E-N-N, at allindiewriters.com. Or you can even call in at 484-575-1345. That is a Google Voice number I set up that will take you directly to voicemail where you can leave me a message with your writing-related questions that you would like me to consider answering in a future podcast episode. Um, Just note that if you leave me a voicemail with your question, it may be aired during one of our shows. Again, that number is 484-575-1345. You can find show notes in the archives at allindiewriters.com slash podcast slash one for the current episode. And now let's move on to talk about this particular episode, which, like I mentioned, is a bit of an exception to the general rule moving forward in that we're only going to talk about one issue, and that issue is book marketing. The reason we're doing that is because I'm running a special two-week book marketing feature over at the All Indie Writers blog where I recently shared a free book marketing plan outline and a book marketing timeline and some other resources to help new authors or or experienced authors who just happen to have a new book coming out to better plan out their marketing and PR to promote their new work. It just so happens that our first reader question that came in was also on the topic of book marketing. And this particular reader question demanded a more detailed answer than most. And it also happens to feature some recommended resources. So it kind of tied everything together into one today. This will only happen occasionally. um, If there's a particularly big issue to talk about, or if there's something special going on on the site, and I want to tie the podcast episode to it. And now let's just move right on and get right to our reader question. For our first reader question, Catherine Russell asked, 
What are the best sources for finding marketing and PR information and assistance for self-published book authors? There are many people claiming expertise, but not many references to support claims. I'm interested both in book self-marketing guides and options for hiring assistants. That is a great question, Catherine. First, let's talk about hiring marketing and PR pros to help you market your book. This is an issue I can see from both sides, working as an indie author now and having run a PR firm in the past where I worked with creative clients. Now, here are a few suggestions that I can give you for making sure that you learn about the various promotional issues that can affect the success of your book from people who actually know what they're talking about. First, don't take marketing advice from other authors, at least not unless they're also marketing or PR professionals with expertise that goes beyond promoting their own work. There are all sorts of things that can affect the success of a marketing campaign. And just because someone had a successful book launch, it doesn't mean that they actually understand good marketing and PR on an ongoing basis. There is a lot of luck in it. You know, that's, that's not to say that there was no skill at all, but luck does play a role. For example, you have timing. If you happen to luck into great timing before something becomes oversaturated, you're going to see a lot of success, or at least a lot more success, than people who try to copy you months or years down the road. At the same time, you never know what else is coming out right around the same time. So there's luck involved in that too. And you know, that's a big thing in the PR area in the sense of, you know, think about putting out a press release. You're competing with everybody else's news on the day that your press release goes out. If it's a slow news day, you might luck into some coverage that you otherwise never would have gotten. And that might be the difference for you between a successful book launch or a complete flop. On the other hand, if some major crisis comes up or there's huge news in the niche that your book is related to, then you might not get any real benefit from putting out your press release on launch day. Uh, So yeah, there's luck. You know, don't say... Don't take the advice of, oh, well, this tactic worked for me, so it'll work for you. That is complete and utter BS. You don't know if it'll work for you. What you need to do is focus on custom tailoring your marketing and PR efforts to your specific book and your specific readers or target buyers, which, by the way, are not always the same groups. And you want to avoid doing something just because it seems like all other indie authors you know are doing it. Um, If you do that, you could end up being a social media spammer, for example. Authors are notorious for spamming social networks. You don't want to do that. Um, The issue with that is that many don't realize that what they're doing is spam because they've been told so many times by other authors that certain things are okay or that they're the right way to use social media to sell their books. 
And unfortunately, that's how we get a lot of misinformation spread. It's how we piss off a lot of readers and followers. And you, you really need to set yourself aside. You can't stand out from the crowd if you are determined to be a part of it. Along those lines, when it comes to looking for pros to help you out with marketing and PR, I would suggest staying away from one-size-fits-all firms or professionals. Um, again, you want to make sure everything is custom-tailored to your project and that it's handled properly, as you know, as well as it can be handled. Um, so, for example you might turn to an internet marketing consultant to help with things like social media marketing and search engine optimization. But if you want to launch a media campaign or build visibility and a specific image around yourself as an author or around your book, you should go with a public relations professional. If you're interested in shorter-term gimmicks and events to drive quick interest, more than things like long-term reputation management, then you might want to go with a publicist, which, by the way, is not the same as a PR professional, though there can be a little bit of overlap in the kinds of projects they take on. Now, when looking to hire a marketing or PR professional to help you out with your book promotion, I suggest that you start by checking out their website. First of all, they should have one. If they don't have one and they aren't at least doing bare-bones, basic work to promote themselves, I wouldn't want them promoting my books. Um, so go ahead and look at their website and see, do they list any past clients? Do they have testimonials? Any case studies? But if not, you know, don't be afraid to contact them and ask if they can share that information privately. They will usually be happy to do so. There are... A couple of reasons that you might not see a lot of information on the website. First is that they really are inexperienced. Um, you know, that that's something you probably won't know for sure until you contact them and really put feelers out or flat out ask them when they started working in this field. Um, another reason would be that they're not looking for new clients. Maybe they're already in high demand, already have a full client load. So they are keeping the information on their site minimal for the sake of decreasing the number of prospects that they have to deal with, contacting them on a regular basis for things like quotes. And a third but popular option is that they're keeping information light on their site on purpose because that is their own marketing tactic. There are some marketing professionals and, and PR professionals who prefer to close deals personally. They don't want you to simply visit their website and make a hiring decision. They want to be in personal contact with you first, either to add you to their email prospect list, if you were to email them, or maybe they're just great at closing deals on the phone, so they push all prospects to call them before giving them more detailed information. Now let's say you find a consultant or two that you're interested in working with and you do reach out to contact them privately. You shouldn't expect most of them to be able to share a lot of details about their past campaigns. It's not uncommon for a consultant to be working under a non-disclosure agreement. 
So while they might be able to give you general information, like who they've worked with in the past or what media outlets they've gotten clients featured in, they're probably not going to give you more specific details about exactly who they were targeting or about just all the nitty gritty aspects of running the campaign. You probably wouldn't want them sharing information like that about your campaign with competitors who were selling similar books. So in that sense, it makes sense to keep certain information private. But along those lines, one of the best ways that you can actually find a reputable marketing or PR person is to talk to other authors. While you shouldn't take general marketing advice from your fellow authors, you should go to them for referrals. Because if they've had success with a specific firm or individual, they can give you more information than their consultant might be able to give you. You know, they can tell you exactly what their book was about, who they were targeting, and how they went about it, and what this person did for them. So talk, talk to them. They might have some great referrals to send you to. Maybe you'll even find that a few of your colleagues worked with the same people and had great results. You know, there's nothing better than social proof in that sense. So once you've narrowed down your prospects, look into how long they've been in business. You can do this again by looking at their website. When did they post their first blog post on their site? When are some of their samples dated? Check case studies for dates. Or you can even look up their website's domain name in who is records Um, Go to a site like whois.net, enter their domain name, and it will give you registration information. So you can see when their domain name was first registered, for example. Now, it's not a guaranteed solution. Maybe they rebranded recently, um, or maybe they worked in corporate marketing or PR for a long time and only recently moved into their own firm. But it gives, you know, it gives you somewhere to start and it gives you something to base your own questions on when you're talking to them. My suggestion is that you go with somebody who has at least a few years of experience. The problem with going with someone too new with only a few months to maybe a year of experience in marketing or PR is that they haven't had the time to build the kind of relationships that it can take to do things right. You know, especially when it comes to PR people. It might not be quite as bad on marketing front, but with PR people, if you have any intention of running a media campaign, you want somebody who has solid media connections and good relationships with people, especially in your regional media, if at all possible. Referrals are a great place to start, but there are some other places that you can go to find leads for consultants. Um, For example, you might look at industry trade associations and see if they have member directories. Um, Let's say you're looking for an SEO person to help you with your author or your book website. The best way in that case to find someone is to simply search Google. See who shows up high in the rankings. 
that's the entire job of an SEO professional. So if their own website isn't ranking well, then how can you trust them to help you improve your own rankings? And now I have one final point for you related to working with marketing and PR professionals for your book launch um, or even ongoing promotion. And that is the unfortunate truth that hiring consultants can be very, very expensive. A lot of the work they do is time-consuming. And like I mentioned, it revolves around relationships often ones that they've spent years building. But here's a tip that can help you save a lot of money on your marketing. And that is going with a la carte services. You don't have to hire a comprehensive firm to come in and handle all of your pre-launch marketing, handle your launch, and handle any ongoing efforts you have. You don't have to do that. Hire someone only for what you specifically need. For example, you might bring in a PR person just to write your launch press release or have them, you know, pay them to compile a limited media directory just for your book. And then you would handle all the distribution and the pitching yourself. Or you might hire a marketing copywriter to draft the copy for your website or for the back cover of your book. You know, or on the press release front, you might hire somebody who happens to be a PR writer who isn't a PR consultant. Um, and a PR writer could also help you compile your media kit material. You could hire an SEO person or an internet marketing firm to audit your website and provide suggestions on what you can do to improve your rankings or to drive more traffic without hiring them to actually do those things. Do the grunt work yourself. The more of that you do yourself, the more money you're going to save. But it can still pay to bring in a pro to help you come up with a plan. You know, you might want to bring in a firm to help you come up with your overall strategy, come up with your book marketing plan, and then you worry about executing it or finding somebody less expensive to help you. You know, instead of hiring that firm, you might be able to hire an individual to take care of specific tasks at a much lower cost. I was also asked to recommend some resources for indie authors who want to take care of their own book marketing. So I'd like to refer you to a few books that I am a big fan of. The first is Guerrilla Marketing for Writers. And really, anything in the Guerrilla Marketing series from J. Conrad Levinson is worth reading. Um, for example, the edition for consultants is helpful because you have a lot of the same issues when it comes to promoting a solo professional as you have when you're a writer. So yeah, Guerrilla Marketing for Writers, that's an excellent book. Um, a classic is John Kramer's 1001 Ways to Market Your Book. You should have that on your bookshelf. I'm personally a big fan of Peter Bowerman's The Well-Fed Self-Publisher. If you order this one, make sure you get the most recent version, which, and he might kick me for not remembering this, but I think it was out this year, though it might have been 2013. 
Um, his book is about self-publishing in general, but he has great information in there on getting your books into the hands of readers. So again, that's just something that if you're an indie publisher, it should probably be on your bookshelf. I'm also a big proponent of building a strong writer platform. I have been pushing writer platforms for a very long time in the freelance writing community, um, in the sense of professional platforms, and helping clients come to you instead of constantly chasing them down. And the same applies to authors. By having a strong author platform, readers are there ready and willing and just waiting to buy your next book. So, a good place to start if you're interested in building your platform is the book called Create Your Writer Platform from Chuck Zambacino. Another one that isn't focused on book marketing, but which I'd recommend is Nina Amir's The Author Training Manual. I suggest this one because she touches on the issue of market research and target markets, something many indie authors sadly ignore. But if no market exists for your book, or that market is too small or too saturated, no amount of promotion is going to make it a success. So that is where you need to start. You know, market research should start before you ever write your book. It's not something that you wait around on until the end. You know, it's, it's just, it. see, I'm, I'm flustered <laughs> because I get so frustrated by how often it's ignored. But your book, like it or not, if you're trying to sell it, your book is a product. You're trying to get it into the hands of buyers. You have to do your market research. So get Nina's book. She has, you know, great information to get you started on that. Um, something else I strongly recommend is to make yourself a real student of marketing and PR. If you plan to handle any of it yourself, you know, get your hands on a principles of marketing textbook, for example, Learn the fundamentals that apply to any kind of business, and you'll be in a better position to adapt them to your book. And that is all I have for you today. You can find show notes for this episode at allindiewriters.com slash podcast slash one. Before I go, I'd like to invite you to submit your own writing-related questions to be answered in a future episode. You can submit them online by visiting allindiewriters.com slash podcast. You can ask me questions via email at jen, J-E-N-N, at allindiewriters.com. Or you can leave a voicemail for me at 484-575-1345, where I may air your question in a future episode. Don't forget, you can also access this podcast and related audio productions by visiting freelancetheater.com. Thank you for joining me for the very first episode of the All Indie Writers Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the All Indie Writers Podcast with Jen Mattern, a freelance theater production. Freelance theater. It's all writers need for life's little episodes.